25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. What's up? Here we go. Live rolling, man. We roll it. On Tuesday. We rolling, baby. We rolling, baby. <laughs> Lots of different meanings, that phrase. Here we are. Just getting started with you here on a Tuesday in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team. Hometown heroes, local Farm Bureau insurance agents all over the state of Mississippi and all 82 counties across the state. You need to give them a chance if you haven't already to carry your insurance because you'd have somebody locally that you probably already know, but if not, the kind of folks you want to get to know, trust me, I've, I've met them. They hire the right kind of people at Farm Bureau. And it'll be somebody you can deal with one-on-one, face-to-face, pick up the cell phone, call them if you have that accident, and uh, that's the way it ought to be. That's the way it is at Farm Bureau. So I got something I want to talk about with you that happened last night. Roger, there were, um, you know, there's lots of things that popped up on the radar. And, you know, some days when you're just kind of getting ready to have a radio show, you you take a look at it, you think, you know, what? I wonder what it is that people are buzzing about, or I wonder what it is people would like to hear me talk about. You know, you try to figure it out from the audience perspective. And some days it's difficult. Some days it's not. You know, like on a Monday during football season, or the, the first, what is that, is it Labor Day? The Monday right after the football season opens? You, you never have any question whatsoever what people want from you on that particular day. But this is one of those days where earlier this morning I'm just going, hmm, what is it? But then, you know, like usually, it, within an hour or so before the show starts, things start popping up all over the place and it becoming clear and the light bulb comes on. And, yeah, I saw it on Twitter and I thought, I've got to talk about this and play this audio on today's radio show. It happened last night and I believe it happened in Jackson. And it's fantastic. I can't wait. And it's already gone viral. It's all over the place. And you're going to hear a guy's voice on it who you know very, very well. I mean, not just you, Roger, but a lot of people in the Jackson area. So that's coming up. All right. And so before I hit the play button on this and tell you the story, we're just have some fun with it. Uh, I want to remind you that you can be a part of the show. Now, if you're watching online on Twitter or on Facebook, Hey to y'all, by the way. If you're watching online, you can see the numbers right over my shoulder. If you want to text me, you're able to do that on the text line, the country pleasing text line, 885-ESPN. That's a 601 number, 885-ESPN, or 885-3776. 
If you want to call me, love to hear your voice today on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. That's a 601 number, 995-1059. And again, if you're listening and you're thinking, well, I, I just tuned on. This is my first time to ever hear this uh, show, this Matt guy. What, what were those numbers again? Well, first of all, don't fret. I'm going to give them to you plenty of times. But if you want a visual, yeah, check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. That's me, Radio Wyatt. Got a stream going on Twitter. Got a live stream going on Facebook. And if you just pop it open, you can take a quick screenshot. You'll have the number saved right there. And with that sip of coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany, I'm ready. So the story involves a kid named Thomas Lee, the Jackson State basketball team. Roger, they were playing last night against Arkansas Pine Bluff, just beating them like a drum, beating the tar out of Arkansas Pine Bluff. I think the final score is like maybe, you know, 76 56, something like that. It was a real nice double digit, you know, 20 something point win for Jackson State, whatever the final wind up being. But the game, you know, I guess it didn't go viral in the national landscape. It wasn't what made people play a highlight. No, it was something else. Now, I caught it on Twitter. I, that's where I didn't see it on television. I saw this on Twitter. And what it says is that the kid, Thomas Lee, he's on the basketball team, but not usually. He is a student manager. Okay? He is a student manager. (laughs) I know what you're getting at now. (laughs) Now, he's not just any student manager. His nickname is Snacks. Why? Well, to... What a big... Exactly. Thomas Lee is a big old boy. Now, they gave him a a basketball uniform with a number 35 jersey. Let me tell you something right now. He fills it out. Okay? (laughs) Look, Snacks is a big old boy, okay? He's the student manager, and they put him in a uniform and let him play in a game on senior night last night. First time, last time that he got PT, playing time. What you're about to hear is the radio call with our very own Rob J. Rob J is a play-by-play announcer. They have a color analyst, um, you know, who's the, uh, you know, either former player, coach, whatever. He's just providing the analysis on the broadcast. You're going to hear his voice too, and I don't know his name. I love how the analyst though starts it by alerting us all that Snacks is in the game. After three missed shot attempts, he then, right at the end, you're going to hear this in the highlights, took a three-point attempt from way, way behind the three-point arc. He's halfway behind the three-point arc and half court. Okay, that's how far away he was. Here's your highlight. Max is in this game, man. (laughs) With 2.05 to go. Thomas Lee in the ball game for Jackson State. Seconds to go. Jonas James is trying to get it to him. Jonas James gets it to him again. Here's Max with three. Max busted. Max. Max. Hits the three. Max. Max. Max got the three. Oh, my goodness. Max. 
Is that not great? <laughs> now, listen. Gener- like the, with a water boy type moment. <laughs> it was a water boy type moment. And and their jubilation when Snacks hit the three-point shot. I love it when the analyst said, Snacks is in this game, man. <laughs> they put him in. And then he took some shots. He missed a few. And then he made that one. You know, now I will say, the, too. The important thing you must say about his taking those shots, he was not moving no. up and down the court. Snacks ain't running, y'all. Snacks is not running anywhere and not interested in playing defense. He ain't out there <laughs> to play defense. He just hung out on Although the offensive end. he could cover end. somebody really good. <laughs> <laughs> For a split second, and then they're gone. Yeah. He just hung out on the offensive end so that he could get shot attempts, and they'd bring it down and get him the basketball and bring it down, and he hit one. I love it. Now, technically in the radio business, as, as color analysts, we are supposed to be quiet and not, you know, interrupt or step on the – the call of the play-by-play announcer, and we all know that. And then at times, either you lose track or you make a mistake or you just become a little overwhelmed by the moment. I think this is one where the color analyst on the Jackson State call was a little overwhelmed in the moment. (laughs) But he got into it also. I got to hear it again. Max is in this game, man. With 2.05 to go. Thomas Lee in the ball game for Jackson State. Seconds to go. Jonas James is trying to get it to him. Jonas James gets it to him again. Here's Max with three. Max busted. Max, Max. It's the three. Max. Max. out the three. Oh, and the crowd goes wrong. Oh, Snacks. Congrats to you, Snacks, <laughs> for your moment. What a great career he had. Yeah, now I will say, and I won't name the person, but I, I will say that I talked to someone who didn't like the fact that they gave him the name Snacks simply because he's a big guy. <laughs> Said that was mean. Snacks is, Snacks is cool with it. I think he's cool with it. So anyway, hats off to you, Snacks. On senior night, the student manager, Thomas Lee, they put him in a game. He took his shots and he hit one of them. And it was pride fantastic. of the big man. <laughs> pride, pride in that. Not every day that the student manager, not every day that snacks, gets to hit a shot, and it did go viral. Right now, just like Google it, Google, you know, Thomas Lee, and Google snacks hits a three, and look, the whole thing is amusing. I mean, it, it, just the whole waddling out there, throwing it. <laughs> I mean, the whole spirit of it, it's great. Look, y'all, the shot that he hit, what I'm telling you is the shot that he hit, he was so far beyond the three-point arc that if you went out there today on a random basketball court and spotted up in that same spot, you may not hit a shot from there all day. That's what I'm telling you. It's that low percentage of a shot. It's a Steph Curry three but really beyond even a Steph Curry three that he would normally take. That's just the truth. Well, shots from that area will now forever be called the snacks attack. Look, you know, Roger, how many kids are going to be on local playground courts today and in gyms this you know week and weekend, and they're going to spot up in that deep wing and go, snacks, 
and then take the shot. Absolutely, they're all going to do that. What a great moment. Texted Rob, uh, Rob about it. Rob, that was you on the call, right? He's like, yep. (laughs) Look at this stuff, man. This is fantastic. Uh, 100 grand on the Country Pleasing Sausage text line. Country Pleasing Sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. A great Mississippi company that's making the hands-down best sausage you have ever put in your mouth. And a big reason is because there's no junk in it. No parts. It is all hand-picked hams, bacons, and pork loins. And that's what makes up that sausage. And every flavor they have is fantastic. On the Country Pleasing text, 100 Grand says that it made ESPN on Get Up today. He said it deserves some boom. (laughs) You know what? We're going to do that. I'm going to give you some. There you go. I'll let you call it. I'll let you call it. No, you go ahead. You you play it. I just want you to know we've always got the boom on standby. (laughs) It's always on standby. I love it. Uh, hog jowl. Hog jowl on the uh, country pleasing text says this is what makes sports great, not just sports but life in general. We need more feel good things to happen to uplift us from the daily crud. No question, hog jowl. We need more snacks, more long range threes, boom, and more boom. It's in the net. Boom. It's in the net. Attaboy, Roger. The crowd goes wild. No doubt. Hey, look. Look at a text we just got uh, from, we'll call him Patrick. So is the 28-foot line now going to be known as the Snacks Bar? (laughs) Oh, I like it. I I like it. it. Snack Bar. Boom. And boom goes the dynamite. I love it. Let's go to uh, DJ, who's hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. What's up, DJ? Hey, man. It's always great to be a part of your show, but today we're going to play reverse trivia. Okay. Who's the most famous student manager of all time? Hmm. Well, student manager. And it's not even close. Well, I mean, would it be radio? That they made the movie about? Well, fictitious character, good guess, but nope. Uh, okay, but see, I think radio was an actual person. But go ahead. What were you going to say? My brother played uh, basketball at Arkansas Monticello, and when they played Central Arkansas, they had a student manager named Scotty Pippen. He was 5'11 <laughs> when he graduated high school. He grew eight inches. They gave him a scholarship, and the rest is history. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. how about that? That's so, right. But yeah, can you can you imagine? Scotty Pippen was a student manager, didn't even get to wear a uniform. Of course, you know, he's one of those late bloomers and everything. But, man, I love your show. And the next time I hear you uh, call a football game, I'm going to see if you can bring a little snacks to your game. <laughs> snacks! What a great nickname, too. Thanks for the call, man. Thank you. All right, thanks, Brad. DJ with the great call. Snacks from the snack bar, 28 feet away from the basket. 
I, that that highlight is just so fantastic. Um, keeping it on the Divinity phone, Johnny Reb hanging on. What's up, Johnny? Hey, listen, all this talk about um, play-by-play and color reminded me that I'm going to call you back in the fall. I'm a, I'm a two-time Ole Miss grad, uh, and I was stuck in the car and ended up tuning in a Mississippi State ball game. And you do a really good job. Thank you. With your your football color, I mean, it just uh, just kind of made you feel like you know you were like I felt like I was seeing what was happening. Well, good. And um, that is a hard that's a hard thing to to do. And um, in you know, in simple terms, you know, really yeah. detailed play descriptions of what was actually happening and what should have been happening. And that's kind of what I really appreciated is how you could you could pick out you know who missed what or what should have happened and explain it and it's like okay well that makes perfect sense and that yeah. was just uh it was it was really really fun to listen to well i appreciate that johnny you know um you say it's hard this is kind of what i think I know you didn't call in, ask for some soliloquy on the whole subject of being an analyst, but but I was just going to say go ahead. Th- this is a chance for I think you know a lot of people that maybe do it or want to do it, young people that might want to be you know in the broadcast booth someday. Um, for people who played the game and you had good coaching, you've watched a lot of film because they used to force you to do it and all this. You you have this perspective on a game. In some ways, like a coach. You know how coaches can watch a play and see stuff happening, then you're like, how they see that? You know, and so you're kind of the same way. And so it shouldn't be as hard for a lot of analysts as it is. And what happens, I think, with a lot of people, and it, and it can really happen in radio, is you've it's just so many in the broadcast business that just kind of forget. I'm all I'm guilty of it. We've all done it, but some more than others forget that you, the listener, are what this whole thing is about. And so when you say, Johnny, you say, okay, well, I'm listening to it, and I could sort of, by what you said, I could really kind of picture what happened on the play. That's what the whole job is about, especially in radio is exactly if if i'm saying you do words in football terms right well and think about this you know if if 90 percent of my audience doesn't understand big football terms then why should why would i use them right i'm i've got to well, use i've got to use terms that you and everybody else can grab onto in a millisecond and get the picture in your head that's kind of the way i look at the job yeah. You do it well. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the compliment, Johnny. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Yeah, have a good one. So let's see. That was Rob, on the call. That was Rob it's J. Science. It's science. Rob J. and Frank Williams. I love that. When Frank said, Snacks is in the game, man. <laughs> it's almost like if he were on the Titanic, he'd be going, We are going to hit that iceberg, man. <laughs> man. This is is happening. (laughs) That's right. That's great. All right. Um, We have another Ole Miss fan here, this time on the Country Pleasing Text. Hey, Matt. It's anti-shark rebel. We've heard from him the last few days. His real name's Paul. How can we? He he is a nice guy. He says, how can we start a campaign to get rid of the silly, dysfunctional, atypical, misfit cartoon character, the land shark? 
He says, I know you're a dog, but do this for your wife. Please help. I want this to go viral. First, a freaking bear, and now this. Here's what he needs to do. He needs to dress up like the shark, run into a Jackson State game, and hit a three-pointer. <laughs> Um, I thought you were going to say he needs to dress up like the shark and go rob a bank. And yeah, he said, God bless the homecoming queen and hotty toddy. Yeah. Look, I'm just going to be honest with you, Paul. Your stance, your position on that particular thing, the mascot at that school is shared by a huge, huge majority of of their fan base, of your fan base. 90 to 95% of all Ole Miss fans did not support that bear and did not support and do not support the land shark. So why do you have it? Well, the administration there, going back, realized that even if we can't uh, lead this buffalo herd down here to the creek to drink, we're just going to have to force the issue. So they decided to force the issue. They lied when they said that people voted for the bear. They didn't. It was a lie. It was made up. It's like stealing an election. Nobody voted for that. They just made up the numbers. And they're doing it because they think that's what's best long term. And that's why you have the identity crisis and the, the lack of connection with you, the fan, that they do. Now, right, wrong, or indifferent, all I did, I didn't give you a solution. I just stated the obvious right there. Y'all stick around. Back on the show. Keep those texts rolling in on the Country Pleasing text line and uh, call me on the Divinity Equipment phone, 995-1059. 995-1059. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Staying connected to you because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. Mississippi's future depends on Senate Bill 2284 and House Bill 1165. Join C Spire in the fight and tell your legislator to support computer science for every school. So here's what you do. Text the word FUTURE. To 50457. Text the word future to 50457. Or just visit msfuture.com and you can get started with your support of computer science in every school in Mississippi. Check it out. A whole bunch of texts to get to here on the Country Pleasing Text Line. We're going to do that. Here with you today on this Tuesday. First up, though, on the Divinity Equipment phone, it's Virginia's Finest. What's up, Virginia's Finest? Good to What's hear from you. What's going on, Matt? Hey, man. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Sir? I'm well, thank you. Um, 
let me let me ask you a question. You got the black bear and you got the land shark. Is that some kind of stigma to get the uh, let me say it the way I don't know how to say it to get attention away from Colonel Rebel and the Rebel as far as the black athlete is concerned? Well, I I mean. I don't really understand though the con- like why those two things would do that. You you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, but look, I, I, I mean, the answer on the very surface is yes. There's no question. I mean, it it's I think it's broader than just black athletes. I think it would also be <clears throat> um, black or African American students, just kind of in general. You know, you're a university, a public university, a, a flagship university, as they say here um, in a s- southern state in 2020, you know, or 2015, yeah. as it were, when they made the decision. And, you know, it goes all the way back into the 90s when Tommy Tuberville was there of saying, hey, look, man, y- y'all got some some. Uh, signs and symbols and insignias and different and mascots and things that are really hard for us to talk about and explain this stuff when we go out and we're recruiting uh, a young man who's black or a young man who's African-American who, you know, as he and his family may ask us some questions about this stuff, what are we supposed to say? You know, you got to get rid of it, you know, so it kind of goes back to that. So that is no question. That's why they were doing it. No question. Yeah, and and that was the reason why they got rid of Colonel Rail. That's right. I mean, it all goes back to that. Mm-hmm. It sure does. Okay, one more question. One more question. Um, what's the difference between the old Miss Rebels and the UNLV running Rebels? You know, there ain't no difference. Is there a stigma there? Is there, a stigma there? No, and there's no difference. <laughs> I mean, because if you, I, I read one time some of the history of, um, you know, behind that school's particular mascot and the time frame in which they became you know the the running rebels and some of the different uh, symbols and things they used and it all is civil war related yeah and i, yeah, I that's kind of what i was thinking yeah yeah because when you know when when uh talk to shark was out there with that basketball team and i never ever heard anybody say anything about derogatory about compared to unlv Whereas you say, well, Ole Miss needs to change their name. And I thought, I, I said, well, heck, they, they both said the same thing, except from different parts of the country. Yeah, and I guess maybe that's part of it, too, is that's maybe, what I'm thinking. You know, yeah. it's a little more sensitive when you're a, a southeastern United State in the United States, yeah, exactly. you know, versus uh, out there out west. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate the call. Okay. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah, uh, call anytime. So let's see over here. Let me get back on track. Let's go chronological order uh, just a bit on the country, please. And text line, Squirrel says, Snack, that's the biggest big guy's name that, that hit the three for JSU. Yeah, we knew that. Snacks. That's his nickname. Was it Thomas Lee is his real name, but according to the story, but Snacks is the nickname, and nicknames are always better. Dave on the country, please, and text line. Matt, Bassmaster Classic starts Friday. Sounds like a great day for a little fishing on the show. Yeah, so um, it does start Friday. 
You know, and it's so much different, right? I mean, I kind of grew up, well, we all did. We grew up with the Bassmasters Classic always happening in the middle of the summer. And, you know, they'd fish. Like, I remember, I think it was, was it? it's almost 20 years ago. I remember um, they had the Bassmasters Classic in maybe early July, mid, somewhere in there. You know, the hottest part of the summer. And they were fishing in the Louisiana Delta out of New Orleans. <laughs> now, y'all know how hot it is. And those poor guys, man, they just melted. They caught them. Got him Davy Height won it, but they really caught him. But then they moved it up here earlier in the year. And the only thing about that is, I guess, depending on the fishery, this time of year, depending on the fishery, you could run into sight fishing. So not for all, but for some people in the, the fishing world, in the bass fishing world, the whole idea of sight fishing is kind of a prickly thing because what is sight fishing well you can see them you're and it's the reason you can see them is because it's a time of year where the big females that are laying eggs and kind of you know procreating the what do you want to call it the species there um they are in shallower water they have fanned out with the help of those smaller male fish have fanned out um, places on the bottom that shine like a shining star sort of uh, under the water because there's now no debris and they get it right on down to the sandy bottom and you can see and spot the beds and you keep looking and then you see the fish. And so it's much different than the normal sport of casting and hoping that you get a bite. It's I'm actually watching them and I'm casting to a fish that I can see who's really there trying to lay eggs and I'm going to catch this big female, put her in a live well and take her somewhere for a weigh-in. It, you know, and it's, it's changed a lot of things. When and, and that was an issue in sight fishing and tournaments and that kind of stuff. And the pros being the best at it, they kind of know what they're doing. But all that depends on where they have it. They don't always have it in the southern United States this time of year. But maybe so. Okay, Dave, maybe we'll talk about it a little bit. A little bass fishing with the Classic coming up on Friday. It's a really cool event. It really is. 100 grand was tickled with us for playing a little bit of Sonic Boom as we talked about snacks, nailing a 28-foot jumper from the snack bar. <laughs> Nick says a basketball nickname like Snacks ranks right up there with Never Nervous Purvis and the Round Mound of Rebound. Y'all know who that is? <clears throat> Y'all know who the Round Mound of Rebound was, don't you? Yeah, it was Sir Charles Barkley. You remember the uh, round mound of touchdown, don't you? Uh, don't. Who would that be? Jared, uh, what's his last name? Who's that? Jared, uh, played for uh, How Mummy. Oh, Jared Lorenzen. That's it. Yeah, Jared. Passed away last year. That's right, he did pass away last year. Round mound of touchdown. (laughs) Had a couple good ones for him. I forget. Yeah. Just watching one broadcast one time when Lorenzen was playing and the announcer said he's an M&M away from 300 pounds. I'm like, if you're an M&M from 300 pounds, you're 300 pounds. <laughs> As you, you're already there. All right, keep them coming. Lots of texts. We'll get to your phone calls as well. Next in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show.
All right, we're back. Live in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. Today is the 58th birthday. That'd be 5-8. Happy 58th birthday to, my God, a freshman, Herschel Walker. Glory, glory to old Georgia. Yeah, Herschel Walker's 58 years old today, and don't even worry about it. He's in better shape than any other 58-year-old. He just is. We know that. We've seen it. He's proven it. 58-year-old Herschel Walker today. Happy birthday, Herschel. Here's a question for you. You're on the goal line. you got to get one yard, punch it in. To win the national championship, who are you giving it to, Bo Jackson or Herschel Walker? See, now, if you're 30 years old or younger right now, you're rolling your eyes going, seriously? Again? Because I don't know that you can just, I don't think you can really appreciate the um, the greatness of those two unless you were old enough to have watched them play. Hand up. Now, I was a little bitty guy. When they were playing, but I can remember it's kind of, sort (laughs) of. One yard to win the national championship on a one-yard line, one play. Who are you giving it to to punch it in? Herschel Walker or Bo Jackson? No, Jim Brown is not one of the choices. If it were, everybody's going to answer him. Anybody's smart anyway. I didn't ask Jim Brown. I said Herschel Walker or Bo Jackson. Who? I don't know. So happy birthday, Herschel. He's getting older. You know, you are too, and you can sleep better. You need to give yourself a chance to sleep better. And you can do that with a new mattress from Nest and Wild. If you haven't heard me talk about it, listen up. I've mentioned this to you before. My wife and I actually have a new California King mattress from Nest and Wild. It came in. Now, I was sick all last week and... She's hanging on by a thread. We've had some stuff kind of go through here. So we haven't gone through the whole process yet, but I'll let you know. But anyway, what you do is you go to nestandwild.com. It is a great Mississippi company. This is a, listen to me, a Mississippi company that are selling mattresses delivered to your doorstep that are 100% American made. You go to nestandwild.com, and every mattress they sell, from twin right on up to king, every mattress, 12 inches thick, not 8, not 10 inches, like a lot of the ones you're sleeping on now, like a lot of the ones you'd buy somewhere else, every one of them 12 inches thick, every one of them American-made from top to bottom. And at nestandwild.com, you go there, you order a mattress, it'll be on your doorstep within three to five days. And you can sleep on it for up to 99 nights while making your decision. And on top of all that, if you'll use this code, use my code, BULLY20, 
Bully20. That's Bully20, B-U-L-L-Y-2-0. Use code Bully20 at nestandwild.com. You'll get a 20% discount on any mattress plus a free pillow top mattress pad to go along with it. And it'll be on your doorstep within five days. Sleep on it. You'll be glad you did. That's nestandwild.com. You have uh, a part of the, what do you call it, the college rivalry series of baseball games going on that starts tomorrow. You know what I'm talking about. It leads up to the Governor's Cup between Mississippi State and Ole Miss at Trustmark Park in Pearl where the Mississippi Braves play. I've heard something about that. Yep. So tomorrow is the first one of the series for the year. It's State versus Southern Miss at Trustmark Park in Pearl. By the way, one of the huge uh, sponsors there of that event that supports it and really helps to keep that thing going and make it happen, you know who? Country Pleasing Sausage and Country Meat Packers right there on Highway 49 in Florence. Uh, that's going on tomorrow. Ole Miss is going to have their hands full tonight. Ole Miss, one of the hottest teams in the country right now in the early part of the year. They're really playing well. They've shot up the national rankings into the top ten. And uh, they are hosting Memphis tonight in Oxford in a midweek game. And Memphis is good. Memphis is, I think, eight and three. It's a good program. And so that'll be – and Memphis is one of those teams that in the midweek has always kind of given Ole Miss fits. And so that one happening tonight up at Swayze in Oxford. So baseball tonight in Oxford, baseball tomorrow in Pearl, and then we'll get into the weekend uh, after that. All right, back over to the text line here. Country, please, and text. Let's see who's up. Let's see who's up. This is from Caleb. What's up, Caleb? He says, I know we're a ways away, but are you planning on making it to Hoover for the tournament again this year and Yes, Caleb, I am planning on it. And I got to say, of all the things that the Southeastern Conference puts on for, for in terms of events for its teams and, you know, players and coaches and, and stuff. And what I mean is like you go SEC basketball tournament, you go SEC baseball tournament, SEC media days for football and all these different things. Of all of those things, that SEC baseball tournament is squarely sitting at the top of that list in the number one spot for me. I'll be honest with you, I could give up media days and be just fine with it. I could just watch every SEC basketball tournament on TV, be fine with it. I want to be in Hoover every year for the SEC baseball tournament. There's just nothing like it. So I hope to see you back there, Caleb. If it is, we'll jump on the air again this year. How about that? That'd be fun. Green Okra on the Country Pleasing Text says, rename the Shark Snacks. We should name the Ole Miss Shark Snacks. He's, he's taking two of our most early prominent topics on this show today, Roger, and combining them. <laughs> <laughs> we're not trying to save the shark. No, we're not trying to save the shark. You know, much less name him. Look, man, we all get it, you know, why they have needed to try things and, and did need to try things. And maybe, you know, switch it up, all that. They could just make Play-Doh their mascot. They just would make it whatever they want. (laughs) Have a new one every year. Yeah. Roger, I swear to you, I swear to you, right now, the coolest thing, the most hip thing, and and maybe the most fun thing that they could do 
Lego. Is just toss out at <laughs> Ole Miss, just toss out the idea that they're going to settle on some mascot that stays there long term. Just be done with that forever for the foreseeable. Just get get rid of the idea that you're going to come up with some mascot and hang on to it forever and just redo it and have a new one every year. That could yeah. their yeah. thing could be we just they do, don't have a thing. That we don't have a thing and we just do something different every year. We have a new one every year. Every year. Why not? It'd be better than this in the middle ambiguity from all sides. <laughs> and I've already said, you know, shark, I mean, it's a pretty cool idea. The shark itself is a neat idea, but the execution of it, that's a bad word. Hang on, Ole Miss fans. That's not what I meant. What I meant is the way they put it into practice didn't work. The whole the suit that they have and trying to make it look like it has muscles. All you got to do is have a big, fat, fluffy suit. Shark, fuzzy shark with a smile on his face so that kids love it. That's what mascots are for anyway. And, and these people decided we're going to put a guy in a muscle suit walking around. He looks like he's a pair of pliers. I mean, it's the dumbest thing. I'm telling you, two years ago, Roger, why are you laughing? You know where I'm going, don't you? You had so much energy on this. Two years ago, when we went over there for the Egg Bowl, when I sat there and I watched what they did with that shark mascot during the pregame, where he's got his hands behind his back and like the band stayed in the end zone, but this shark thingy goes walking out across the field all by himself. Lone shark. <laughs> you can sell that. Lone, all right. L-O-N-E. <laughs> and he's kind of back and forth to like he's swimming, I guess. And they were playing dun up. They the worked P- on that for weeks, On the PA. Man. And they flashed it. But he's all by himself. And he's on foot. and But his steps were kind of to the side, right and then left. And then to make it look as that if, I guess... Sense. None of it makes any sense. It was the oddest thing I have ever seen or experienced in an in a college football stadium. And again, you don't have to do any of that. You're gonna have a shark, have a shark. Get a big old fat fuzzy shark that kids like, and now you've done it. We got a text there that says, I'm an employee of University Medical Center, and we did get to vote on the bear. Well, I don't doubt that there were a few votes that were cast. I mean, somebody's got to be able to say they voted. But here's my thing. If you're an employee there, why are you voting? You ought to be a student, either a maybe, student maybe or they're alumni or something. You know? Well, I know, but says I'm an employee. Of, what is being an employee? I could go be an employee. You mean they let me vote on the Ole Miss mascot if I work there? Why would they let me vote? Maybe see, it's like a primary. You know, you really don't have a choice that you want on there. Well, you just see, that's gotta make it. one. You know, you gotta make yeah. a choice. Kind of like the first time they supposedly had a vote on the state flag, right? Yeah. They had two or three choices on there. It looked like somebody spit on the paper. Hey, vote on this. <laughs> Rorschach flag. <laughs> Stick around. <laughs> 